0: Life
1: Her Podcast. Hey girl, thank you for tuning in to Life Hurt Podcast. We are here to inspire you, lift you up, and let you know we see you in all of your love, strength, power, and courage. So sis, let's take a journey together because our experiences are not our own and cycles, they need to be broken. Hey y'all, welcome to Life Hurt Podcast. I'm here with my Two sister cousins, LaCole and Katasha. Hey, y'all. Hey. 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 Hey, girl. We here. Yes. Everybody is in town due to my mother's funeral that just passed. And we just decided for us to do a nice life her podcast for everyone. So what's up, y'all? What's y'all trying to talk about? Mm
2: <laughs> It's so many things.
1: I know. It's a mm. whole lot that we could talk about. So we could just get to it with what? Let's talk about the difference of the things we go through when a death is in the family. Mm.
2: Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like Everybody has an opinion for everything, and everybody's trying to tell you what to do, what not to do, and things of that nature. Thank God, like, we not, like, drama or nothing like that. But just the fact that sometimes people just get beside themselves and how families deal with it. It could be worse. You know, some people deal with a lot as far as finances, fighting over money, Mm -hmm. and just different things of that nature. So what y'all think about that?
2: Well, I gonna just jump in and say, um, <clears throat> I feel like that I can honestly say, it. I thank God because I feel like we're, our family is kind of blessed in that sense. I feel like we, we have not really experienced a lot, a lot of major deaths. We don't deal with a lot of that in the family. I feel like we, um, have been hit uh, pretty heavy with, uh, when it came to our grandparents and then now with our aunt. um. But I feel like we, because we have that foundation of love and family instilled in us already, when it comes to something like death like that, we we don't know nothing but to come together for one another and to be a support system and to show love, give space when needed. And staying
1: in your lane.
2: There, exactly. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Staying in your lane. Staying
2: in your lane.
1: Yeah, because I know it's difficult sometimes when people go through things and they get to fighting and everything. They just take it so serious that everybody always want to be validated for something mm-hmm. or known for, for something. something. They mm-hmm. always want credit for something. something. And I think it's messed up when people got to face these these problems when someone passed away, when everyone, that's when everybody should be coming together. Yeah,
2: right, mm-hmm.
1: I think it's sickening, honestly.
2: I think it's a disgrace, especially when it comes to when you want to fight about money. Or the fact of the matter is, we didn't talk or have a relationship before the death. But now when the death come, everybody want to come knocking on the door, talking this, that, and the third. But what was you before? Right. You know, now right. you want to validate. Now you want to say you this. You want to say you that. Oh, we had this. But before you was nowhere around, or we didn't talk before. Right. You know what I mean? And so now it's like this big thing where people not standing in their line. Or
1: even um, when it's all said and done, when everything is done and over with, you won't hear from none of them people again. ever again. <laughs> <laughs> again. It's
0: like a family reunion. Yeah. You just come around just that one time and then everybody going about their life all over again. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: once when that person passed, they were like, oh, we need to start getting together more mm-hmm. and spend the time with each other. And, but then after it's all said and done, they ain't around they no ain't more. Around. Mm-hmm. So what happened to all that talking, talking about family need to spend more time with each other instead of waiting until somebody passed? Exactly.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we just need to do things like we're supposed to. But luckily, we close already. Yeah, we are. So, right. we are. We don't <laughs> have no, a we, problem. We don't at all.
2: We can go in six <laughs> years and then come back together and pick up like we ain't never been. I mean beach. to tell you. <laughs> yeah. We so talk that, on a regular. Yeah, You know what I mean? We talk when need be. We know we can go to each other. And it's all love. You know what I mean? Yes. We
0: keep each other in check. Right. <laughs> That's Hello. the show. On. I know. I know, we really do uh-huh.
1: Even if it's bad yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And don't even and get mad at each other no. Because you know you were supposed to be checked Exactly, yeah. it don't build
2: up no offense You know what I mean, nothing It's just like, oh dang, you right
1: I think it comes from us loving ourselves You know, a lot of people, um Neglect from loving themselves mm-hmm. and knowing who they are within mm-hmm. to the point we already know who we are within and we already know each other. Each other Some right. people will create something about you, knowing it's not you, mm-hmm. but they will create it because of something in their mind or something right. that they're they going through, through personally.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. right, yeah, that's why I always say, What you think about me ain't none of my business. Mm-hmm. Come on, it ain't. I like
3: that It's not
1: I don't think people I think people so used to doing certain things They don't realize that it's their own Personal issues that they have Like listen Mm -hmm. Listen Linda listen Listen. (laughs) This is not me this is You Mm -hmm. like you need to Check yourself and realize Mm -hmm. what you Got going on in your life Before you start coming to me And giving me a description Of your life. Of your life, right. Right. And making it mine.
2: That's deep. That is deep. And I feel like it has a lot to do with our foundation. (laughs) Like, because our mothers aren't like that. (laughs) They can care less when people Mm -hmm. think about them Mm because they know who they are already. You know what I mean? That's what their parents instilled in them. So it just, it couldn't help but trickle down to us. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And so we the exact same way, so...
1: And you know our our moms, they may go back and forth with each other and stuff sometimes, but it don't last long. No, Next you know sisters, they be talking right. and everything. Like what sisters don't get into right, it right. and stuff? but they what, know it's love. The yes, they like deeply love each mm-hmm. other, right. and it's like amazing how yes. they just hold and carry mm-hmm. each other yes. in so many ways, good and bad. Yes, when right. we going through stuff,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: Like they be coming through. They
0: do. And, I mean, that's how we are with each other now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We really do be looking out for each other.
3: Like right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. hmm I think a lot of us, too, like, including, like, the boys and yeah, family, yeah. I think we really need to realize that our parents are getting older.
3: Yeah.
1: And, they're like, younger, and we have to do more for them, mm-hmm. even though they may irritate us sometime. Right. Do a little something here and there. You be like, oh, I don't feel like it or something. Right, right. But we just got to realize that they, they are elders now. You know, we gotta we gotta take care of them. We gotta take turns taking care of them. Yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that I mean, and then we oh, it's kind of weird because you know we like sister cousins, but we look at each other's moms like it's they are moms. Right, <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> you heard about it. Yeah. that's just mm-hmm. how it is, and I love how we're close, but everybody got their own relationship with their own, right. you know, person. Right, you know what I mean, but it's still. My relationship still won't outwe- right. outweigh the other relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. But I feel like everybody has like they own understanding. Yeah. Yep. Other relationships. Everybody stay in their lane, but we come together as one. Right. Like I remember um, our um, cousin. I don't know. If we could say names on here, but somebody had mentioned that really is only nine grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. But we have an energy. Of
1: like 30 Yeah we know? do <laughs> I <know> I, <laughs> Seriously you know what's so <laughs> crazy When it's I be talking Yeah I feel like it's a whole it's a bunch,
2: bunch of us When you look at the picture We took like dang it's just nice
1: <laughs> I was like oh my god this is terrible Cause like when people be asked, I'm like yeah it's, it's only Three girls but we got a lot of boys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it
2: really and the real, yes, yeah, really,
1: only oh, six boys. Yes, so, like, they and it feels like it's fifteen, My twenty of us. us. Yes. Like it do, and when they
2: said that, I was just like, "That is so true." Right? Yes, because that's how we coming through. Yes, <laughs> <it really. laughs>
1: that is so funny. So I would like to also let people touch base. Like, okay, all of us is married. It took me forever.
2: What <laughs> so what I tell you today it was <laughs> worth the wait. <laughs> Lord, <Yes>. Lord.
1: <laughs> so we can um also let people know the different things on like marriage experience mm-hmm. on and even when we have boyfriends mm-hmm. and how it is now when we got boyfriend or when we are you know Coco she going through her thing mm-hmm. right now that process so we could really just let people know like our different Ways on it Because we all got three different ways Yes, Like really But it's, it's so cool though We all still talk to each other And we don't d- judge each other right. We support each other right. Instead of making each other feel less right. than what we right. do right. And I think that is like really dope That's For funny. real
2: yes. Yes. <laughs> for sure. So who want to kick that one out Coco <laughs>
1: Like you the that. oldest. You the
2: oldest, and you got the most
0: experience in I it. I know, right? Well, the marriage. Oh my god, <coughs> it is something else. Been married going on seventeen years, mm-hmm. but been separated for like nine months. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's been nine months. I, I think so. Probably have goodness. Let me see uh oh, got a count. Get your
3: count
0: out. Yeah, exactly nine months. Oh, wow. This <coughs> month. Yeah, that's deep. So, like, when, oh, man. I don't even know where to start with the marriage situation. Because, like, um, when we got married. I knew that year I was gonna get married, but I didn't know who I was gonna get married to. Mm. Like my my finger ring, my um my ring finger was itching, just the itching. I'm like, what is going on? And then like, um, me and my husband started talking that summer, and he was in jail. He was, mm-hmm. and um, but I knew him from um the past. Like mm-hmm. he was my first boyfriend, mm-hmm. my first. Kiss my first <laughs> everything, and I was only 12 years old and so like I feel like you know when we talk going back and talking to him I feel like we already had history because mm-hmm. it wasn't just when I was 12 when we was messing around mm-hmm. it was when I was in high school too so like it was off and on kind of a thing he went off did his own thing had kids and mm-hmm. stuff and I was in the process of getting my life together, I was buying a house, mm-hmm. just had a just got a car, had a good job, everything, you know. And he came about, and then like after he got out of jail, we said we was gonna get married. Three months later, we got married on my birthday. I was twenty two, turning
3: twenty
0: three, mm-hmm. and like literally the first three years was
3: hell Mm.
0: it was it was hell like my family don't even know half of the stuff that i went through with hell don't Mm. but i want to interrupt you and say i think that's good
2: though yep you know what i mean i feel like sometimes we need to out you know somebody to talk to but at the same time when it comes to a marriage i feel like that's good that the family didn't know. Because right. we can't forgive. Right. Right. You know family don't forgive.
0: Right. So go ahead. Throw that <laughs> so like. Yeah the first three years. It was. It was. It was really something else. Like I should have left him. A thousand times. But I didn't. You know what I'm saying. only reason why I didn't. Is because. I believed in my vows. Right. I believe. You know what I'm saying. You married. You know. So death do us part. Through sickness and health. Through the rich poor and mm-hmm. you know whatever you know mm-hmm. and so that's what I was fighting for I see myself plenty of times on my face praying mm. you know um, praying over him while he sleep mm-hmm. you know trying to you know pray him into the man that he's supposed to be mm-hmm. that I see him to be you know and like it, it started working slowly but surely it started working um And then, you know, we finally got pregnant with our first kid or whatever, and being pregnant them nine months was something else dealing with him also, you know, but we got through that. Then, um, going on to our second kid, I didn't even know I was pregnant. And we was, you know, having our ups and downs. And he was telling me, oh, I'll go back to any one of my baby mamas. And we go to, uh, go get divorced today if you want to. Like, just always, like, down talking me and talking crazy all the time. You know, um, then, you know, I wanted, I wanted to run and leave. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I was thinking about marriage again. And now we got a kid. Mm -hmm. And then I'm pregnant again, you know. And with that pregnancy... (laughs) <laughs> um, I can remember um, going to jail when I was six months pregnant Hey, um,
1: I didn't know that either
0: six months pregnant and went to jail overnight because he went shut the hell up <laughs>
1: You know, you know, this is open. You can say what you want. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, he wouldn't shut the hell up. You know, the police, you know, talking to him and stuff. He wouldn't be quiet or whatever. I had a warrant for a traffic ticket that was somewhere far away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if he would have been quiet, then, <laughs> I, I, you know, I would have got to I would not went home, you know, but that didn't happen. So, even with me in jail that night. I knew something went right, you know, when I was in there, you know. And then so when I get out, he telling me, oh, I ran into um my baby's mom friend last night. And she was telling me this and telling me that. And that was that. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't think nothing about it. Like, why is he telling me this? You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just happy I'm out of jail, you know. So then, like, a couple weeks later, he getting into it with his baby mom. They going back and forth. And then she next thing she know, she texted me telling me, well, that's why when you was in jail, your husband was trying to come have sex with me.
3: And I'm like, what?
0: Wow. Wow. Really? You know, so then I was having second thoughts again about being married, but I'm pregnant, you know, so, but of course I got to get through this. You know what I'm saying? So, after we had the second son, everything started to get a little better, you know? Um, with his job, with me, or uh, whatnot, um, I was staying at home, I was a stay-at-home mom. At the time, I was cool with that because, you know, he was working, but then time goes on, and you get tired <laughs> of looking at four walls. <laughs> you, get, you get tired of doing everything. So, I went back to work. But then when I went back to work, I got pregnant again.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with that pregnancy, that was really something else because I was told I was a bad mom. I don't know how many times with that pregnancy. Dang. I ain't even want to keep that baby. Dang. He called me a bad mom, like... Literally the day before I got induced to have my baby.
3: Mm.
0: All because I wanted a sandwich. Mm. That he ain't want to go get. It just totally just flipped out on me. And said I was a bad mom. I ain't shit. My mom was better than you. And she raised five boys. And, and you only got two boys. And you pregnant and you ain't shit. Like I cried my whole heart out. Like I did, like I want, I prayed to God to take me that night before I even had that baby. And then when I went and got induced the next day, then he want to come. He didn't even apologize. He just went and got me something to eat from McDonald's, some clothes from Gabe's to wear home, and that was that. So I guess he thought that it was okay, but it was still on me, you know, when I went to go have this baby, then I'm sitting up in the in this hospital hoping and praying for my mom to come so he could get out the hospital room because I didn't even want him sitting there with me. Hey, You know, and then when my mom come and they, they, they give me the upper girl. now I had just got done praying telling God to take my life. And then here I am laying here with this upper girl and it's numbing me the wrong way instead of going down my legs, it started coming up to my heart. Like, And I could literally start feeling everything just numbing from mm. the waist up instead of the waist down. And I'm sitting up there like, dang, God about to take me. Mm. So next thing I'm like, maybe I should say something to my mom. So I'm like, mom, something ain't right. She like, want to get the nurse? I'm like, yeah. So they come in, they hurry up, lift me up. And turn me over so the medicine could start going down, cause it was almost to my heart. Mm. So that's when they was like the the baby's heart rate is dropping, and then that's when I started to change my my mind frame and started mm-hmm. praying mm-hmm. for me and for the baby. And he came out all right. So that's probably why my little boy is so close to me, like. Mm. He guards me like nobody's business. Like he's like my real true guardian angel. So like after we had him, he's 5 years he's 5 years old now. But after we had him, I went through a deep depression. Like it was nothing but darkness. I didn't want to clean my house. I didn't want to wash no clothes. I didn't want to wash myself only thing I cared about was making sure them boys was okay. And I think that's the only thing that really pushed me to start loving myself more. Because these boys really needed me. They like really need their mom. So I started to pray more. Started to ask God like who is LaCole? Not LaCole Odoms. Who is LaCole Sutton? Who am I? What am I here for? Show me the way. Help me out this darkness. So I started just buying clothes, making myself feel better, um, doing my hair all the time, Um, cleaning up just because, like just to keep going. Because I know if I sit down, then I'm going to get sleepy. Then I'm going to sleep and sleep and sleep and just sleep my life away. Mm-hmm. So I had to do something to just keep myself going. And the only thing I could think of was to just clean up and do my hair and go shopping and stuff because I wasn't working. So then when I started working, um, that's when I really started buying buy myself more things and stuff. But then when I was doing that, I was, he was sitting up there thinking that I was cheating on me. All because I was trying to make myself feel better and look better. Mm-hmm. Oh, you cheating on me? Where are you going looking like that? Why are you wearing that? Why you ain't answering the phone when I called? Like, dang. Like, for real, this is what you think of me? For real? Like, you really think I'm cheating on you? Like, this is crazy. So, that kind of almost made me slip back into the, the dark area but I didn't I didn't let that happen. So as time went by I found myself um liking to cook more or whatever. So that's when I came up with breakfast in bed. So when I found myself cooking more and I seeing people like my food and stuff, that put me in a in a great mood. Mm-hmm. I finally found my gift that God gave me. It wasn't just taking care of people. Mm-hmm. You know, like physically taking care of people is also, you know, feeding people. Mm -hmm. So when I recognized that was my gift, I started, you know, trying to push more forward. But the more I tried to push for it, the more it seemed like he was trying to support me. But then again, he wasn't supporting me. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So like he'd do this much and be like, oh, well, you can't do this. Oh, but yeah, you could do this, you know. And it's like, what? What are we doing? So, um, after, you know, I, I pushed that some more, or whatever. And then, next thing you know, we had, um, got our step, my stepdaughter. Um, we started taking care of her. We got custody of her. Everything was going great with her. I, I, I literally did everything for her. Everything for her. Um, not just for her, for my other stepkids too. But she was the one we had got custody of. And I started taking care of her. He he did too, but I feel like I did the most. I feel like I did the most with all my stepkids. I'm not even gonna lie, like real talk. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I got drained from doing all of that. Like I wasn't getting refilled. Like the love, I feel like the love wasn't coming back. Maybe maybe it wasn't their way, but it wasn't how I wanted to for it to come back. Um, so when I, uh, would talk to my husband about different things, how I was feeling, I feel like he wasn't my best friend anymore because it wasn't like a regular conversation. It was always like we arguing all the time and he down talking me like I'm his child and not his wife, not his partner. So when I talk more to him about it, he telling me, oh, well, deal with it, you know? And it's like, what do you mean, oh, well, deal with it? You know, I can't live like this. I'm not happy. So if I'm not happy, you're not trying to make me happy, what else am I supposed to do? You know, and then I found myself putting up this brick wall from him. And I'm like, well, if he not going to talk to me, he not going to be my friend. Then I'm going to find somebody else that's going to be my friend. And I said it out loud. You know, and they always say, watch what you say. You know what I'm saying? And I I said it out loud. I can remember as clear as day when I said it. Because I was at work and I was talking to my client about him. Because I was crying at work about me and him going back and forth about different things that we shouldn't even be going back and forth about. But I heard myself say, I'm going to find me somebody else to talk to. And literally... And <laughs> that same day When I said that mm, Somebody was in my inbox I, I mean it was in my inbox And said hey You know I could love you better than him <laughs> And you know I know it was wrong for me to even You know Feed into it To even Um
1: so, when you got to this point, how many years have you been married? 15, 16
0: years. Okay. This is fine when I got to that point. And it wasn't It wasn't like I was, you know, about to talk to this person because I wanted to have a uh, fair and cheat or whatever. I just wanted somebody to talk to. Somebody to listen to me. You know, that's all I wanted. And that's what they did. That's that's exactly what they did. It was, I ain't even gonna lie, it was like, heaven on earth, I swear to you. Just for that person just to hear me out every day. And just to ask me how I'm doing every day. You know, and for them to remind me of the person that I have always been, but I forgot. I forgot because I was taking care of everybody and not taking care of myself. And at the same time, my husband should have been taking care of me better, but he wasn't. So I slipped away, and now we're here.
3: Dang. Mm. Look at God. It's so (laughs) deep. How do?
1: But how do you feel now since you done got out of that? And but you're going through a divorce process and all of that.
0: Man, it's literally like an emotional roller coaster. Oh my goodness! Because, like, even though I I I, I engaged in that conversation with that person, I like way still feel like, you know how um they say when you meet people, you meet them for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's either for a reason, a lesson. A lifetime or a season, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And so you got to figure. You had I had to figure what this was about. Like, what is this about? What are you sending me through? You know what I'm saying. So, it was a lesson. Mm-hmm. It was nothing but a lesson because I, I had to find myself, and I, st- I had to start loving myself. And when I start. Loving myself, I started recognizing all the negative stuff that I didn't want around around me anymore. You know, whether if it was with my husband, that that guy, um, my friends, whoever, family, whoever. You know, I started now. I could I could recognize the negativity. See clear. I see clear as day.
1: Yeah, it takes a it takes a toll on people when. when I think one thing about us as women We love others more than ourselves And we find Mm -hmm. ourselves Gravitating and being more motivated Mm -hmm. For other Other people people. Mm -hmm. Instead of being motivated for us Mm -hmm. And like going through all of that All them years you was drained from Having your husband Helping him walk through life And then you helping every single one of his Mm -hmm. kids Walk through life On top of that not even knowing You helping his exes walk through life too then it's just it's just a long ongoing process of you helping so many people for sixteen years, and now you gotta help yourself. Yeah, and it felt damn good, don't it?
0: It felt wonderful because like like everybody keeps saying like they proud of me and stuff or whatever, but I really never took took the time out to take a step back to look
3: mm-hmm.
0: where I came from. You know what I'm saying? Like he kept saying, "Oh, you can't do nothing without me and this and that whatever." But I'm like, hold on, yo, you forgot. I definitely forgot, but you forgot who I was. I'm coke. What? <laughs> Stop playing with me. You know what I'm saying? When 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 you when he came to me, I had everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. And I got all of that by myself. And I got all of it now by myself.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm not on no section A. I'm not on no food stamps, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Cole doing her damn thing by herself.
3: Yeah, you that's
1: know, it's so damn good, don't you? Yes, right.
0: ma'am.
1: Praise the Lord.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you nice, Katasha? You was the second marriage? Yes, Tash. So much, Tash. How many years y'all been married?
1: Girl,
2: look, I'm about getting a little tearful. Boy. Oh. Drop hey, it oh. <laughs> <just calm> down. <laughs> you
1: didn't
0: know your big cousin was going through.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy because... It's not that uh, I didn't know you was going through something, but I knew. But, you know, like how people, you know, sometimes you just want to mind your business and wait. Mm -hmm. Wait on that person because, like, when people is going through stuff, they're not going to try to hear what the hell you got to say. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I never, I personally didn't never want to approach you with nothing until I felt like you was ready. Mm Right. Because I didn't want, you know, sometimes when we, in our Depression phase, suicidal phase, right. and all that. We think it's just us against the world, right. and it makes us feel even more less. And then when you say something, they take it offensively, and you know outbursts and all that. And you know, it gotta be to mm-hmm. a point. You just gotta right. just wait, wait but on you know, time and pray. I pray heavy. Right. I pray heavy. But you know,
0: another thing that also brought me out of the darkness was Fideya. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you called me and told me, "Coat, I just need you to just come this one time Mm -hmm. to talk to these girls, this one time," not knowing that that one time was gonna change my whole life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just talking to three girls in the basement, Mm -hmm. like, and that was how many years ago? Eight years. Eight years ago. Eight years. Eight years ago is when I recognized I was in the dark. Yeah, You know, and then we I'm sitting up here thinking I'm going to talk to these girls to help them. Not knowing talking to them was helping me. Mm-hmm. Healing me because I never really talked about my pain. Mm-hmm. I never really talked about anything that I went through. So just talking to them, that healed me. That helped me. So, you know, for it did a lot for me.
1: Yeah, for a lot, yeah. a lot of people that helped in the program, yeah. for real.
2: That's awesome. And I think two asagis,
1: yeah.
0: You know me and mean? Cop-
2: yeah. we keep everything
0: to yep. ourselves.
2: So I think when you put it out there and you actually hearing it, it's like, oh man, <laughs> I was this is what I'm going through. Going that through? Too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is what. And that's why I feel like a lot of people put a stigma on like counseling and uh, therapists and mm-hmm. different things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I can I'll be the first to admit. Counseling is key. You know what I mean? To especially when you're not a person that likes to be open to other people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh a lot of people forget the sanctity of a marriage. You know what I mean? And um it's not really good to put all your business out there like that, you know, and let a lot of people in because like I stated before, a lot of people are forgiven. They have opinions of how you think that you should be doing and this, that and the third. So when you have a, a unbiased person, somebody who doesn't know you, you know what I mean. You can express yourself. Um, it gives a, uh, it helps you because you can hear it for yourself what you're going through. Um, I know in mine, I know marriage is a lot of work. It's hard work. We'll be eight years on the 25th, and um, like hope and like what Vet said, I feel like as women we wear so many different hats. That we forget the hat of who we are, mm-hmm. you know, and so just being a hat as a mother, as a wife, and pushing other things and other people. I would say in my marriage, uh, we were doing good. We had my daughter first, and then, and then we ended up getting married, and uh, uh, we were both in school, and you know, um, had a goal. We were pushing. So right through that time was good. Um. And then I would say, when we decided to move from Ohio to Arizona, uh, we were moving there so I could pursue hair, because that's what I wanted to do. Um, he was supposed to work, and I was supposed to do, you know, stay at home and just pursue hair, because that was my goal, you know, to get my license and have my own salon, get to <coughs> Arizona. A month later, I found out I was pregnant with my second son. So, that kind of, um, and my pregnancy with my son was <clears throat> was kind of hard. So, I had to stop doing hair at, um, early. And so, from there, um, I kind of, and I felt like, you know, you start going into that, what nobody wants to talk about is like that postpartum depression. Okay. I kind of felt it. I think, number one, because what my daughter, me and my husband were both home with her. So, but with my son he worked sixteen hour days, mm-hmm. so it was just me, my daughter, and me being pregnant and so um, and then, so it was kind of different for me then I felt like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, you know, so i I kind of really felt like I wasn't really too happy about the pregnancy, you know what I mean? It was just like, man, then, um. Yeah, so, but I had my son. We kept him moving, but my husband was still working. Um, and so, kind of slowly but surely, I just really felt myself going into this dark, this dark place. And I was like, oh, man, like, what the heck is this? So then we ended up having to move out of our home. I had to move in with my uh, mother-in-law. And from there, it really went, it really went down because I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like my life wasn't going where I thought that it should be going. And I had these two children, I'm at home, my husband working sixteen hour days and I just really felt like, dang, what the heck am I doing? You know what right. I mean? And um and I also have um sleep apnea and one of the things with sleep apnea, um, uh, it kinda like lowers your intimacy, your sex drive, it just lowers everything. So I wasn't in the mood to, to have sex. I wasn't in the mood to be intimate. I right. wasn't in the mood. I just felt like, ugh, about me. Right. And so feeling like that is spelt over into, you know, to my marriage. Right. You know right. what I mean? So I neglected my husband. I was neglecting me. Um, I didn't neglect my kids per se, but I knew right. I wasn't 100% either. Right. I knew I wasn't like, being the best mother that I could be. So like what Coke said. Like not eating. You know. Staying in the bed. Sleeping. Yep. And since I'm not a vocal person. I expect people to to see me. And be like, oh man what's wrong. Right. But nobody said that.
1: Remember I said that to you. Yeah. I told her that. What? That, that was like. I don't know, it was just to a point where, you know, we so far away from you. Yeah, right. So we really can't do nothing. I think my first sign with you of Mm. me knowing you was going through something is FaceTiming you. Mm. FaceTiming you was different. Like, any other time, like, you would show us. You, oh, but it was mm-hmm. like you was ashamed mm-hmm. to show yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even just Facetiming wow. you, or sometimes when we call you and want to do stuff and all mm-hmm. that, you will be ignoring us and everything, like you just be going hard, <laughs> and we be like, man, what's up with time? <laughs> like, good, come on. But it's like it got to a point where if me and Coco was, like, more or less concerned yeah. to a point, mm-hmm. you know, we like, dang. And even, you know, I was going to come to Ray Ray's thing. I had me playing right. chicken and right. everything, mm-hmm. and you just went M.I.A. Yes. And I was,
0: totally, I was like, what's up? Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, but it's like I didn't take nothing offensively, like, to get really mad at you right. mm-hmm. or nothing or angry. It's just, I know you are going through something, mm-hmm. but like with us just sitting here now, you you need to know you got some non-judgmental sisters. Oh,
2: no, I know. did it
1: mm-hmm. have nothing and to do. No, I yeah. know it don't mm-hmm. have nothing to do with us, but you have to let us help you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you, you have help, mm-hmm. but you have
0: to receive it. Right. right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that too with that. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like she's my little cousin. I feel right. like I'm always supposed to be helping her, Right. And she helping me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that? No, you know what I'm saying. But you know, she in a position to help. To so help? Like, yeah. Why not? Better? Right? Yeah. But you, like you said, you learned that, and I know
2: that was something that I had to learn. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I'm looking at my husband. Like you don't see, like he would sometimes right. come in the room, see that I'm in the mood, and just go out. But not trying to see like so he was invisible. What's wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. many a times I would go leave the house, be crying hours at a yeah. Walmart parking we lot. Too, you know, God. just trying to.
1: But you got we have we have to understand too. Um, even though we go through things, uh, we can't really expect. Too many people to help us. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they right. they need help too. too right. Right. And so I, it kind of sucks. You know what I'm saying. I, me knowing Squeaky. I I, be, I highly believe he didn't really mean it intentionally. Yeah. It's just he probably going he, through it too. Or he didn't know how mm-hmm, to help you. Because mm-hmm, some people mm-hmm. don't know how. No, you know, right. They're and, not and, taught that.
2: And we throughout the process figured that out. You know, yeah. you know when you don't know. You don't know. Right. You know what I mean. And. And I realized, too, that he dealt with a lot, you know, a lot of weight, you know, taking care of a family by himself, you know, right. and then I wasn't contributing to nothing, nice. you know what I mean? But I felt like I wasn't in the right headspace, like, right. with him working, so he should have been coming home to a clean house, food, you know, the kids, but I was not in the headspace to be any of that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so... It really brought a, tor- a tear and like a division, mm-hmm. you know, in our household and the marriage. And my kids knew, you know, they hugging and love them because they know something wrong with mama, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But, and then it got to the point like uh, where our church kind of went on like a hiatus. So we stopped going to church. And one thing I could say about me and Skookie's relationship From before we was married, one thing that connected us was our our religious, Mm -hmm. because he was the first guy that knew God like how I knew God, and that's what brought our beliefs on. So we prayed together, you know, church and stuff like that. So when that aspect kind of stuck out, we both started being back in the world. He started doing you know his thing, not far as like cheating or nothing like that, but like. Going out, drinking, you know, smoking, you know, different things like that where we just kind of lost sight of God, you know. And so at the time, I couldn't hear him. I couldn't reach out to him. I couldn't, it was like, it was nothing. And so I felt like I was just like out here. And so when it got to the point, like, I remember one day, he, he brought me these separation papers. What? Yeah. And it was just like, he was like, I can't, he was like, I don't know who you are. I don't know where my wife is at. I don't even know where Katasha is at. And it really broke me because I'm like, I'm here. Like, hello. (laughs) But I'm not here. You know, and I don't need this. (laughs) Added to already what I got going on. i like, you know, what I'm feeling. So we would talk after that, you know, I'm talking like, you know, no, we can't do that. You know, I want to do better. I'm trying to do better. But once again, I'm still doing it on my own. And it felt like just like a cycle. We was going in. And I remember finally, um, I had a real bad episode. And I remembered, um, I had went to my doctor. And I was just telling her, kind of like how I was feeling. So she had gave me. So, oh yeah, so I went to the doctor. And uh, told my doctor how I was feeling. And she was like, Tasha, you have depression. Point blank, period. I think you had it in postpartum. You never got it taken care of mm-hmm. it, so now it's has full blown depression. Um, she was a spiritual person. She feel like, you know, I feel like uh, we have these pills, medication that you can have that you can take. Um, but you know, maybe you need to be you know, pray to whoever you prayed. I'm like, Well, I'm praying, I'm gonna hear me not hear me, blah, blah, blah. So she gave me these pills or whatever. And then I remember it was one time I had like another episode, had went to a Walmart And I was contemplating on taking these pills. And just to say, just F it. (laughs) You know, just basically, just be done. Mm -hmm. And I remember at that time, I did call Squicky. And I was crying. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just heard his voice. I'm supposed to take these pills, take these pills. And I remember he came home and he took the pills and dumped them. But that was it. He's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but we got to figure out what's, you know, what's going on. He's like, I think you need to tell your mama, you know, whatever. I'm like, I'm not telling my mom, (laughs) you know, I'm not telling nobody, I don't want nobody to know, blah, blah, And that's what I had told him, because he didn't even know about the doctor's appointment. He didn't even know where the pills came from. And so I told him that I went to the doctor, blah, blah, blah. So he ended up calling my mother. And told my mom, he was like, "You need to come out because my mom at this time where we were living, she's like an hour and fifteen minutes from me." So I'm thinking my mom just was just coming over. A couple of days later, she just coming over just to you know hang out or whatever. And so uh, she's like, oh, "Well, let's just go to the store." So we go to the store. And so she's like, "You don't got nothing to tell me, nothing to talk to me about." I'm like, no, nah, mom." Blah blah blah. And so um, she was like, uh. She was like, well, Squeaky told me you had a doctor's appointment. So immediately I knew what it was that she was talking about. So I tell her stuff. and So I'm start crying. And she's crying. And she's telling me, you don't have to go through this by yourself. You know, we're going to get through this. And it's okay. You know, we get to mm-hmm. a point in life where we're trying to, we have to figure ourselves out, you know, as right. women and different mm-hmm. things right. like that. And so she's like, it's going to be okay. And so she was like, um... Just come stay the weekend, you know, uh, with me and, and your dad, leave the kids, you know. Just kind of you can kind of get away or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. So that weekend, I went to go stay with them, and I kind of had like another episode that day, and I was just in the bed crying. And so then she wanted to tell my dad, so he ended up coming around. He, you, y'all know my dad, he's sensitive, so he, <laughs> right, he like big girl, so he bring out the Bible. He's like big girl. He said, nope, he said, you need to be around, be surrounded by people that love you, that can care, you know, support you. He said, we're going to get you through this. He said, you are going to read your word. He said, because that's demonic. You know, those yeah. are demonic, yes. demonic yes. thoughts. He right. said, so we need, to, we need to put Jesus back on the throne. You need mm-hmm. to declare him when you get like that so he can go, you know. Right, and right. I remember for three months straight, my dad would call and leave me a voicemail every day. Just saying, big girl, I love you. You can do it. You're going to have a good day. Decree and declare God. Yeah, wow. And for three months straight, he left me a voicemail. And then I'm still in a rut because I'm thinking, like, this should be my husband. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. my dad shouldn't be I know, right? doing that. I yeah. love it. You know, I'm thankful right. for it. But, but I'm still, yeah, I'm you? still like, man, no, like, I feel like my husband should be the one that's, right. yes, you know, pushing me through and getting me through, you know, More getting support. me yeah, right. getting me through this and so I end up saying like, man, I think we need to, I want to go you know, I want to, you know, see a counselor or whatever and I remember before I went to the counselor we had a retreat uh, our first lady does a retreat every year so I went to a retreat that year by myself mm-hmm. and I remember the last day um, they had prayed and prayed over me, and I remember because I was crying. I was just like, God, I just don't want to be like this no more. I just don't. I want to be happy. I want joy. You know, I want all of that back in my life. And from there, I was like, okay, you know, after that happened, I was like, nope. I'm gonna go see a counselor so I could talk this thing out. Work, start working this thing out. And so we ended up going together. And at that point, that's when he realized, like, oh, this is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is real so we both got each guy like you know a better understanding of you know where i was where i was heading, how he can be a support because he said he said i don't know he said i don't know what to do i don't know what to say to her i don't know uh you know how to be because when i sometimes do come around is how she treat me you know whatever he said i just don't know and so um so the counselor you know just gave us different tips and different things like that. Um, our church started back up, so when church, took, I started running to church. <laughs> it's like I gotta get to church, and uh, and then we end up moving to our own. We end up moving to our own, and then it got and so then, which I think what happened after that, it got to the point where he was like, "Well, basically, what can I do to kind of lighten the load for you?" You know, Mm -hmm. we need to push you, you doing, you know, hair, you doing Tasha's touch, you know, you getting your license, you know, um, uh, you know, just trying to better yourself just to feel, just to feel like you. And so, you know, I tried, and then, so, you know, I started going on that path. I started feeling better, you know, things were, you know, really, really, really beginning, you know to really look up and I was like okay I kind of see the light
3: mm-hmm. I see
2: the tunnel and I, w- I would honestly say I'm not in that dark place anymore Right. I'm not in that su- su- suicidal place anymore but right now I'm still in the place where mm-hmm. I'm still the finding feeling. me right. you know what I mean Right. and um, it's clearer for me now to see where I'm going right. you know and um, and so that's just kind of like where I am you know, in the marriage, in the process. Um, I see that my husband is doing has done a lot more changes, you know. You know, little changes where um, he is, you know, more concerned, more compassionate, you know, like that, but Squeaky's still gonna be squeaky. He ain't gonna let up, neither. So, he know, consistent, he shows hard love. Right. Versus mm-hmm. that soft
1: love. Yeah,
2: right. So, you know, he's more so like, well, you need to do what you're supposed to be doing. If not, you're gonna be just like this. <laughs> You know, basically, like, so, but he is trying to, you know, be softer, show more compassion, but he he knows that he don't want me to become stagnant, and so, and he also knows it's my timing, but I know my prayer has been for me to, be, to develop a discipline, for me to get out of procrastination, right. get out of laziness, right. you know, and really be disciplined, to be focused and yeah, um, on what I'm on what I'm doing, yeah. you know, Tasha. You, I know I'm supposed to be studying for this test. You need to take out time out your day, yeah, to study a chapter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to like my other affairs, like things that I do in church events, I run. I do it and no I no do problem. it with no problem.
0: But when it comes, you know. Yourself, but when
2: it comes to me, yeah. I'm so of Daisy. That's how I am with me. I'm so laxer Daisy, and now it's to the point I can't be woe with me anymore. Right. Because I know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, and now it's like I have the, I have the tools. You know, I have kind of like I started working. I'm not a stay at home mom <laughs> no more. I stay at home and work, but. I have a job, so I have my income. So, you know, I'm getting a little independence. And I was a lot of things that weighed right. on me, too. Because I'm like, if my husband leave, what the heck I'm going to do? Exactly. I don't have a car. I don't work. Right. I don't have, you know, an
1: income. I was
0: taking the same way. But,
1: you know, you know a lot of things... Um, and you know how my mom was as far as like cleaning and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. and all that. It all starts at home. Right. Yeah. I think if mm-hmm. your your house is in order mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's clean mm-hmm. and everything, it shows that you are in, in process of cleaning right. or you're clean yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And see, that's what I had noticed about when stuff started to fall apart for me. It was always at home first. Yeah. Because stuff started falling apart at home. Mm -hmm. So I always, no matter what, I stay on the house cleaning Mm -hmm. all the time. Changing furniture around, doing everything to make sure this house stays clean. clean, Because once the house don't be clean, then that puts me back in that same mode again. And don't want to get up and do this. Don't Mm want to do that. So then I can't focus. Mm -hmm. Right. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So my house... The boys, they hate it, but I really got to be on it like white on rice Mm -hmm. every day because I can't let that slip no more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, because it's like she's always be like... If your house ain't clean and your ass ain't clean, then how the fuck you going to be clean. <laughs> right. No, <for laughs> so real. she used to always say that. So, yeah. you know, you remember on Saturdays what right. she did. I mean, wake she us up, wake up, up, up at the crack of dog that. exactly playing music. Yeah. And that's another thing. Our choice music. of music. Yeah. If we pick happy music with meaningful words or right. things that they saying and it's out of love, mm-hmm. it, we could play that in our house. Yeah. And, and you will see changes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in so many ways that and stuff, and we gotta, you gotta, you probably should start doing that, Tosh. Yeah. You know, just start one room at a time.
0: Yeah.
1: One room at Turn a time. Turn
0: our music on. That's the number That's one. That's what thing. I do. We what start. the atmosphere, you yeah. know what I mean? Um,
2: cause. My kids they
0: don't listen
1: you know, the cussing and all that other stuff. Like we don't really listen to, listen to that really. old school. Frankie yep, Beverly and Mays. Anita Baker, yes, Maxwell, all, that, yeah. all the songs with Our you girl, know. Be playing
0: that. Baker, yeah, get you in the mood. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. make you
1: a playlist on your phone mm-hmm. and just get your whole music rotation going and stuff and it'll flow and then you meditate
0: in the morning? Like just get up and just yeah, like, I, just yeah that, that, I just pray yeah that's yeah, what that. you take, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just get up and just pray you know what I'm saying and then um like walk 30 minutes in the morning you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. just to clear your mind like walking literally clears Tosh like that literally clears you your may mind. not
1: do it but once you start doing start it and get used to doing analyze. it it'll
0: become a habit that's mm-hmm. what really helped me like just going to the gym Thirty minutes, you know what I'm saying. Going in there, working out. And then what after I'm done working out, you get that shower. You feel so light mm-hmm. and refreshed in your mind. You could think so clearly. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. That's why I keep saying you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, once you start, it, it's gonna go in thirty days. Mm-hmm. Literally, for real. Like just thirty minutes in the morning, or even thirty minutes in the evening. Mm-hmm. You know, be you know when the kids get settled and stuff, go walk, mm-hmm. clear your mind and stuff. And go back home,
1: take you a shower, man. Yeah, you feel like a whole new person. Yes, yes.
0: So you going to talk about you? Yes. Come
2: on. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Worth the way. (laughs) Lord.
1: Well, I actually, um, James found me. And that's he, what the
2: words say.
1: Show too. Then he found me when I um my first year doing FIDEA in 2012. Mm-hmm. I was in the newspaper for the speak up speak out event. Oh, oh,
3: yeah.
1: And it and it came to him. Um those who don't know, he was in federal prison. Um at the time he was in Elkton, Ohio. And it was so weird because when he called me, I'm like, who calling me from prison? <laughs>
3: I was like, uh-uh. <laughs>
1: so I didn't even answer the first time because I'm like, I don't know who this is. They got the wrong number. They must be trying to find a little chick or something. Right, there. right. <laughs> or <little> something. He will. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it was weird, but then he didn't give up. But he called again and he like, hey, how you doing, Miss Thompson? I saw something in the paper about you doing Speak Up, Speak Out. He was like, I really want to, when I come home out of prison, I really want to get out in the communities and speak to youth and do this and that. And you know me, I'm always, like, supportive of people. When I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, you can do that. That ain't no problem. I say, you just got to come out and just go for it, you know? But from then on, like, we was, it was cool. Like, we was communicating well. But it was weird. It was something about his spirit, his conversation, his choice of words. It was different, and I just automatically opened up to him. So, he, like, became, like, my best Best friend. But... It was kind of weird. You know how we know a dude probably talked to another female or something. Right. I had that like instinct like hmm he must be talking to somebody else too. Which I mean I didn't care or nothing but at the same time it's like I felt myself starting to like him more. Right. So I dodged him and I actually dodged him for about four years maybe. Wow. Yeah <laughs> I dodged him but it was so crazy he he um, you know, they got the um email thing. He emailed me all the time. It used to be funny because I read him. I read what he was saying, but I never responded. Oh, wow. And I think the funniest one, he's like, Hello, is anyone there? <laughs> 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 he's like, Hello, what did I do? And all yeah. this and that. So he kept going. But it was crazy because um I had gotten in a relationship. And it ended up going sour, and you know, it, um, abused me and stuff like that. And it only took that one time
3: mm-hmm.
1: because I, I, me personally, I can't be in nothing abusive because I know what I would do to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either gonna happen when they sleeping okay. or when they unexpected when we just doing Why? something. So I just let that whole relationship go. And it was so crazy because it happened around Christmas. Was it around Christmas? No, it happened around Thanksgiving when I, when I was abused and stuff. And it was weird because I was just feeling down and out. Mm-hmm. Like I went into a real deep depression and I noticed myself start gaining weight mm-hmm. and everything. It was just, I just felt unwanted. And I think with... Kept me so captive Is because you know I have a daycare in my house So upstairs is The daycare downstairs is me I just felt trapped Still in the basement mm-hmm. I played back the things that happened to me mm-hmm. Over and over again And then it's like I got cousins Like like boy cousins Instead of asking me what happened To me They listening to what he had to say mm-hmm. So that made me feel empty in a bad place mm-hmm. too. So I
3: just yeah, me.
1: and it's just I went to I went through a phase of just not liking people. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt hatred, like ugh, yep. and I just felt so down. So it's it's so weird because all of the, all the years <sighs> of me doing that like you said, how it helped you. Fadad has helped me too. Mm-hmm. With a long process of growing in life, right. and when you hear these young girls' stories, you're like, "Dang, they just young and they going through this." But I'm this age, I'm. But I, what makes me a difference is they're young and they really can't do much right. because they're a child. Right. But what made me. Analyze myself like okay, I'm older. I'm not a child. Mm -hmm. I could get myself out of this situation Mm -hmm. if I really put my mind to it. But I think it's just the my depression phase went through it. So it was kind of weird because my phone rang and James had called me, Mm -hmm. and he just I don't know. He just sounds sad. And I'm like, what's wrong? But out of all that time of me not talking to him, of course, he met someone. And I guess they were engaged or whatever. And she died. Oh, and it was so weird that she had passed away. And I was going through was going what through. I was going through.
0: Which was
1: dying. Yes. <laughs> <Come> yes. <on. laughs> yep. And, you know, dealing with the abuse and stuff. And it was so crazy because I really damn, I believe in God and, And all that, but I didn't have a strong relationship with him. It wasn't as strong, so it was weird because I, I don't know. I started. Praying with him, mm-hmm. we start praying together yeah. and stuff, and it's like we both got ourselves out of a depression mode because he was depressed too. He right, didn't. It was like right. he didn't care no more. Mm-hmm. He like, shoot, I'm doing this time alone and all this and right. that. So mm-hmm. it was where it was like for a good two years we uplifted each other by, you know, just me going to see him. He ended up transferring into Michigan. Mm-hmm. And it was so weird because when him transferring in Michigan, he was going for this program so he could get an early, earlier release. Mm-hmm. But I was going to see him literally, like, every
3: weekend.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> yes, I was going to see him every weekend. And then if it's a holiday, I'll see him for that, all like, four days straight. I'll go see him. But we just start building a strong foundation and praying led mm-hmm. us to... Us talking about marriage. Right. And it wasn't like. He like oh we should get married type thing. It was just weird. And it's so crazy on how it happened. Because when he was in Elton Ohio. You weren't allowed to get married there.
3: Mm.
1: So with him going. And he just up and transferred to Michigan. um, And. You know, him going for that program, he wasn't even thinking, you can't get married what there. The, so, the. it was like God was just working, working in many ways way, right? and come together. Right. So, it's crazy because I was battling like, God, like, I'm about to get married to somebody in prison. <laughs> 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 and then I told him, I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. So it's kind of weird because we were supposed to Got married I remember Last year in January yeah. But we didn't do it Because I was scared of my mom <laughs> <laughs> I was scared of my mom So what I did was I started to communicate with my mom More about him She knew about yeah, him,
3: on on him. All right. Yeah Well <laughs> <Little> alone <laughs> Yeah right?
1: and stuff so I started like communicating with her more about them and she started to see changes in me she started to see more happiness all the way there so. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you too hyped but she was you
0: started getting more happier though you know that you yeah mean that
1: just. yeah like, it was just more it was like a I prank was like, it was just a prank are y'all done I'm I'm Okay, <laughs> step into the light. Come oh, back.
3: Tell
2: your story. Oh my Jesus! But it, it
1: times, was right. weird. because we talked about it so much, and our one of our favorite verses we always read was Psalms ninety-one. It's mm-hmm. the the prayer of protection. Mm-hmm. And what he did was every time he read it, every time he filled in. You know, he would say his mom's name, his dad's name, mm-hmm. my name, his name, and my mom's name. Mm-hmm. So he included our parents and he included us. Mm-hmm. Also, when each time we read a prayer and we read it to each other, and then we have a day when we did Bible study mm-hmm. and we had looked for different verses on what we wanted to talk about. And we went to those verses and we talked about it over the phone. We only got so many minutes on the phone. Right. 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 But we did that a lot. And then next thing you know, it was just something just hit me. I'm like, okay. And I just started signing the papers for... Us to get married So I'm filling the papers I'm looking at it And it was so weird Cause it just It just flowed. I don't know nothing about Where you go for Michigan And all that. <laughs> Like I'm getting married In the state of Michigan And I don't even know Where to go Or, <laughs> nothing, or nothing But it was weird It was it was like God was directing me With right, ease Like right. okay You go here You go right. there I didn't know what pastor I was gonna get Next thing you know He talked about Oh I got this pastor here And all this and that So I had the pastor for it Next thing you know, we had our marriage license. I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) I'm like, good Lord. So, it was just weird because we ended up getting, we was counting down the day. It's like, okay, we about to get married. And our date was June 26th and I'm like, oh my god, I really got to get married. The next thing you know, I find myself doing arts and crafts shit all on my (laughs) dango shirt and everything. It was cute. I got a dress made and all of that. So when we getting all that made, it was like And he felt good because it was like I took pride Pride into it, and it was crazy because when I got there, even the guys there, the guards, they like, "What in the world? We ain't never seen nothing like this before." (laughs) So it was like I just took my time with it, and it was crazy because when we got there, um, I gave I gave the wrong time for us to get married, and Uh the it was, are we supposed to get married at one o'clock? And I said it was at noon. So, it was, ironically, we was just sitting there waiting. And I'm like, dang, he late. Like, we thinking, like, the pastor late. And the guard's like, okay, we only got a few more minutes left. And y'all had to go because yeah. he's not here. So, I'm like, oh, my God. So, it was like, it was weird because... I broke down crying. I'm
3: like, oh, my God.
1: I came all this way. And I was supposed to get married. It's supposed to be that time and all that. So I was just so devastated and mm-hmm. everything because they were saying, like, it's time to go. So I don't know. If Like, y'all paid attention to the pictures in our room. It's a picture on there with us praying. Right. That -hmm. was the time when I was crying and I was brokenhearted. And he like, babe, come on. We just going to pray about it. We going to pray. And I'm like, oh, God. And luckily, he was a good dude. Like, he was a good dude while he was in there. He still is now. But, you know, some people got bad relationships with with people Mm -hmm. in there. With him being a good person and helpful and he always gets the good word, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. let me through, and I was leaving. I just broke down. I'm like, oh my god! They closed the door behind me and everything. Mm-hmm. As we getting close to the thing to go out to go past the um the thing for the sound and all that, if you got weapons and stuff oh, like on you, a metal yeah, metal detector. They like. Um, next thing you know, I'm like. Are you the pastor? He was like, "Yes, I'm here." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "He was like, our scheduled time was one o'clock." I was like, "I thought it was noon," so it was crazy. I'm like, "Well, they said I can't get married now, so it's it can't happen." He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." He started feeling bad, and it was so crazy because he 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 was got he got there before one. And he said he something told him to come earlier, wow. and he got there thirty minutes early. I was leaving at twelve thirty; they had me leaving, oh. and luckily he came at twelve thirty as we was leaving. Oh, wow! And if he didn't come at one if o'clock, you came at one, one you really I really would have missed, missed them him. and wow, would have went man. home. So, it was funny, the the guard in the front, with me going to see him all the time, i always been respectful to them and everything. He was like, well, I'm just calling to see what they say. And luckily, James was still in the room where we was at, and his um, counselor was still in there. And they was like, well, the the pastor is here, y'all. The pastor is here and all that. And once them doors are closed, you can't never go back back in. in. That's a no. No go. And like the way God worked, God ended up mm-hmm. opening those doors mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And right when we got in there, all you see is him light up. James was yeah. like, "Babe, we can do it. Look at God! <laughs> like <laughs> he was like, God is good. I told you, Aww. God is with us. And all that he just got." so hype and he just lit up like a christmas tree and it was just like so happy because he just been empty for so many years and it's like finally something in my life is happening that i want for the good like finally i'm doing something right Right, you know, so it made him feel good, and it was like it happened fast. Like the pastor got ready, we said our i dos and all that stuff. He like, yeah, you mine now, (laughs) and all that. He just got so hyped, but it was like it was just really, really nice. For see him experiencing, we got that time together, and we just like took hella pictures. Mm -hmm. We took more; they let us take more pictures than what we really was supposed to take. And everything—it was like everything was just working in favor for us. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. like dang. So all these years of us praying to God, like everything was working the way it's supposed to work, and He placed us in our each other's lives for a reason then so it was just crazy of how we just went through all of that stuff and then um through that whole process I ended up telling my mom that very next morning and I was like mom we gonna go out to eat and me and, you and Cousin Pat and she was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she, I'm like, what you talking about? I said, we go out to eat another time. She's like, it's just the way you said it. You. She's like, I know my motherfucking child. Uh, it was so funny. I was like, my
2: I kidding.
1: was
3: nervous. I, I, I everybody? everybody was. You about
2: to tell her that, yeah.
3: No, no, no it's her ass. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what's crazy? It's like I wanted to tell her because I didn't want no one else Nobody to tell her knows. and all that. And you know, that's my mom. Right, I didn't right, tell her. Right. But you know, you go through these phases in life where you just want to make your own decisions without right. hearing nobody's opinion right. or nothing like that. I know my mom wouldn't have been judgmental. You know what I'm saying, but
2: she wants the best she want the yeah, right? Right. from the outside looking in, yeah, look at the circle. You right. like, oh no, yeah. like, no, well, no. you know, but <laughs> you knew him.
1: You know what I right. mean? Yeah. So, so it's like me and him knowing each other for so many years. Right. It was like six, six, seven yeah. years went by by then. Right, me right. and him been knowing each right. other. So I went and told her. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I'm married. She said, What? She was like I knew that shit already <laughs> I said, <laughs> she, she I, said get <laughs> I said what you mean you knew that She was like well you my child I already knew some, You some you some was going to get married Without me there one day Because I know my child wow. <laughs> That's what she kept saying She like I just knew it would happen. She like shit what the fuck So what's your last name I <laughs> said <laughs> I said it's Lloyd. She said, mm, "Lloyd got a little ring to it." <laughs> she was like, "Where your ring at?" So I showed her my ring. I had like the band part in front of the actual wedding ring. Uh, okay. She said, "That shit don't go like that. Turn that shit around." <laughs> she like, "This supposed to go here. That's supposed to see to see. That's what the fuck I be talking." About. <laughs> Y'all
3: know she. she.
1: (laughs) So it was for a while. I'm like, You want to talk to him? She said, No, I don't want to talk to him. She was like, But I'm going to love him. Mm. She's like, I'm going to love him. I'm like, Okay, whatever. So he ended up calling her on his phone. She ended up talking to him. Mm -hmm. And then. What really broke the ice was his mom was sick, yeah. And with his mom getting sick, she I encouraged her, I'm like, Look, Mama Quinn, you need to go to Cleveland yeah. Clinic and see what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. The whole time, she knew what was wrong with her, she,
3: mm-hmm.
1: she was being hard headed mm-hmm. and didn't want to listen. So I went with her to Cleveland Clinic. They ended up admitting her because of her fluid in her legs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they kept her for a while. During that time with her being in the hospital My mom knew I was up there with her mm-hmm. So the next day my mom Came up there with me Girl they was talking like they known each other For <laughs> their whole life uh, not And not that anyway. Yeah uh-huh. so it was And his mom is like that And you know his mom don't play no games yeah. either mm-hmm. So they both was just like Hmm yeah Can y'all she believe can. They like can you believe they did
3: this <laughs>
1: and, and all that So she met it. His mom and she met his dad and all that and my mom said shit i like them I she said they keeps it real around here and it was they they just you, they right. just clicked him and his mom they just like you know they clicked with right, each other right. and communicated so it it built the relationship between my mom and her and they talked on the phone and mm-hmm. stuff like that so my mom from seeing where he come from she knew she knew he was a good it's child really and in a good home he was just hard-headed right. and went in the wrong direction in right, life right. it ain't like he is just a stone-cold criminal in right, a sense right. it's just like somewhere in life he got lost and right. you know not, not. yeah, and, you know how and, yeah. Right. and then you know the time that they gave him he really supposed, wasn't supposed to get that much time. Yeah. It was just, you know, we get these That's janky the lawyers, point. the system will tear you apart, you know. So, we went through that phase, and then next thing you know, he come home. it would be a year, November 23rd, I think, this month. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to take him, you know, we went to his mom's house, spent time with her. It was probably like two three weeks later his mom had failed and she ended up going to the hospital next thing you know she was in a coma mm-hmm. so he only got 40 he only got 45 days actually of time with his mom and probably only a few weeks of her actually being awoke awake right. with time uh-huh. with her wow. so it's like he's in the halfway house dealing with that and luckily i had my daycare and stuff and I could drive back and Mm -hmm. forth and support him. Yeah. Through that whole process of, you know, being there for him with his mom and stuff. And next thing you know, in January earlier this year, um, two thousand nineteen, his mom passed. And um the whole time she had leukemia, she didn't tell nobody. She did not take her medication. Like she was supposed to. Another
0: Sharice.
1: Yes, <laughs> and then they yeah, had literally just a Yes, they do, mm-hmm. and then you know with with mama with my mom still being here. It helped him get through right. the pain that he was enduring from his mom. Because mm. my mom loved him. She called him son. He yeah. was over there yeah. when I'm at home. Yeah. yeah. they but, do, you, you everything. To, but I
2: just want to show like when it's divine and God ordained. Yes. Everything just comes together. together. Mm-hmm. And he had them click and get that bond so quick. Right. Mm-hmm. Because he knew what was getting ready to happen. Right. He knew yeah. the plan. He knew what was following up. So he knew that y'all had to have that support. Y'all had to build that bond, that unit uh, between the family so you guys can be there for one another. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And it was weird because it was around the time you know, my mom, she went in the hospital too throughout the year with her stints and all that. And he's like, mom, you need to get it together. Yeah. So it was just weird. And ironically, you know, he ended up gaining this real good job with the um, union. And he was making... Them near $30 an hour Mm -hmm. and you know with me living in Akron and he's in Toledo traveling back and forth it was so weird that his probation officer ended up approving for him to move here to Akron and yeah I was done with God and so we we, we've been going through this phase now it's like um, from him saving and stuff we maintaining our bills and stuff he opened up a janitorial company In a process, but if he was still working for the union, he was working third shift. So we really didn't see each other that much then. So he ended up just stopping working there and came here full time. And it was weird because that job been calling him for the longest and he'd been tempted to go back. But it was like God kept speaking to him like, no, stay here with your wife. Mm -hmm. And during that whole time. That's when, you know, my mom right. got into the hospital. Right. If, if like, if he would have took that job, he wouldn't have been here with me
2: right.
1: that, right. through the whole right. process. Yeah. So, it's like God just knew, like, okay, mm-hmm. you need to sit still, James, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just be there. Right. Right. So, it's like we both battling, but now we're at a point where we have to manage our... Our um, emotions. Mm-hmm. It's like one one part of him. Sometimes he down. Mm-hmm. Next minute I'm down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he feel angry. Sometimes I feel angry. Mm-hmm. And we. And sometimes he'd be upstairs. And I'd be downstairs. If we're go- both going through pain. We both right. lost. Yeah, we, mother. Yeah, key, we both, key and, women. yeah right. it's like we yeah. didn't lose just one mom. We both lost two moms. Right. That meant a lot to yeah. us. His mm-hmm. mom played a big part of me in my life, and my mom played a big part in right. his, right. so right. we both was all we was all close right? right. Mm-hmm. so we like at that point like right now, but ironically, he going through a point where he want to get his relationship back even stronger with God, because mm-hmm. with us going through so much, it causes us to like drift away, oh, we yeah. still oh, pray
2: of course,
1: yeah we pray when we but wake up, pray the- we- <laughs> yeah, dumb, you know yeah, yeah. but his he was real, real heavy mm-hmm. on it. So we got that point now when we getting through it. But I think the good part about it is our communication. Right. We communicate a lot and um you. we got this board. We have a whiteboard and it'll be it's my name on one side and his name on the other. We we got pros and cons. We write down stuff that I don't like he's doing. He mm-hmm. writes out stuff he doesn't like. That's we write cute. things mm-hmm. with, what each other do like mm-hmm. about each other. And it's so funny because we all fix the things that we don't like about each mm-hmm. other. But it's just, you know, take time. It's like little petty stuff like toilet paper and
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, <they're like, laughs> yeah. you never lived with each other. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, so that's Yeah, all, that's yeah. yeah. That's so it's great. it's
1: like weird. It's just got we got just learning each other yeah. all on a different aspect. Yeah. 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 So it's like we just learning different stuff. And I think the the good part about it is he's really clean like I am. Yeah. But yeah. with me getting in my face Sometimes I feel myself getting back in a sad mode. Because every time I get motivated to work out and do something, something always happens. Yeah. So now it's like with my mom and I feel like I'm getting down and depressed yeah. and stuff again. But I still got to keep myself up and yeah. keep myself going. Push. Yeah, but he's like, come on, babe, you can do it. And then now he's to a point with him being down, he can't find himself motivating me either, either
2: right.
1: yeah so it's Try like a to get stuff together. yeah so mm-hmm. he so what he do is i've just told him like don't worry about me just make sure you work out and stuff i'll catch up mm-hmm. eventually so he gets up every day go work out mm-hmm. eat good yeah. and all that stuff mm-hmm. and i do it too but sometimes i get off balance but it's like i've been on it A lot Mm -hmm. more lately. But I think like prayer and communication is everything. Mm -hmm. I think from where I'm at today. From all the messed up guys that I've dated Mm -hmm. way before. I learned something from each and every one of them. And it helped me develop as a woman. And it helped me love myself more. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed in the past of guys that I dated. Even like ones that were like successful in life. Mm -hmm. They um, wasn't raised by their mothers. Mm. they um Or they was raised by their grandmothers. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't have a father mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. life and all that. And I examined that before me and James got close. I write down all my messed up flaws mm-hmm. and stuff. And boy, that list was long. <laughs> wow. It was a lot of stuff. I, I had a lot of issues. I found myself like... I even found myself being jealous of a guy that was in a relationship because he was he was more driven than me, more motivated than me mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I found myself feeling, like, jealous in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, that's why I'm feeling like this. Mm-hmm. Or I found myself where I wanted to be in a certain position in life mentally or I felt down and out or, you know, sometimes you will see the man that you with You'll see a pretty girl. And you'll be like, dang, that female look better than me. Right. Or something. But I had to start examining myself. Yes, she may look better than me. But how is, her, how is she mentally? Right. You know, right. a lot of people can look look any kind of way.
0: Look can
1: be deceiving. Yeah, looks can be deceiving. And I had to realize that. Because right. my, my self-esteem was low. I right. had men tell me that. I can't dress, I look a mess, mm-hmm. I look fat, mm-hmm. right. and why you looking like that? And Or if I'm out together, not paying me no attention, but you out having fun with other females, right. why I'm with That's you, right. Right. and stuff, giving them drinks and attention. all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's like different stuff, and That's then right. I start feeling real uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but that's when like when I say like Fidea came in too Mm -hmm. I figured out a lot of my issues Mm -hmm. then too and I'm like dang I'm really like messed up for real Mm -hmm. and you know and then also it comes from like friends like me being around certain females and stuff I noticed myself getting out of character of things that I normally don't do or I wasn't raised that way right? or I'm around females that I know that my mindset is different from theirs, mm-hmm. but I found myself having the same, same mindset, mindset as them, them. Mm-hmm. and that wasn't me. It was just the devil working with me, knowing that I he had that God had mm-hmm. more plans for me.
0: Yeah. That's just like with me being in the marriage. I feel like I just led that hood life, you know? What I yeah, mean? and that wasn't me at all, at all. Was really at right. all. Like I, mm-hmm. I stooped to his level instead of bringing him up. To, to mine, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I, he came up to mine slowly but surely but he also brought me down
1: to his. Mm-hmm. See, I think it's like a phase of us wanting to please others right. before ourselves right. or wanting right. to feel loved by that man mm-hmm. due to the negligence of us not having fathers right. or we do have fathers, but it's like a still an emptiness right there mm-hmm. that we wished our dad had did right. and all that. So it's like the little emptiness part and then the guys are come along and then it's something there and you be like, what the heck? But you can't look I had to realize myself, I can't look for nothing and nobody else. I have to look for me. And and when I wrote all of that stuff down of my flaws and issues and problems and all that, I looked at it and I read it every single day. And I made sure I had a task to work on one every day. And And, you know, during the time of, of me talking to James, I wasn't having sex with anyone for three years. Mm. So, with me being Sullivan and not having sex with anyone, it helped a lot. Mm. Your mindset. You see, yeah, you And, yeah, it becomes different. And
2: you don't have because sex brings a soul tie with somebody. Right. You know what I mean? So, when you don't have that soul tie with that person... Then you can be think clearly and you know and think just for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And not have to be worried about being connected to, to somebody, somebody else. else. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not in a relationship, the fact that y'all had sex together that brings a soul
0: tie. Mm-hmm. I have energy. Even yeah. yeah, like being married. Yeah. I was married and didn't realize I had a soul tie with somebody mm-hmm. in my past. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I I, I, I like I didn't want to be with that person. Or anything, but I found myself thinking about that person sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like, what is up with this? Mm -hmm. And I had to take it to God. And I remember going to church and really, like, really praying hard about this soul time. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't have this on me. And I released it. And I felt it leave. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally felt it leave. And I feel like...
1: You know, (sighs) and some people think you crazy because it's right. so weird one night i was like in my basement and i was just laying there and all of a sudden i seen these black things just exiting my body mm-hmm. and the tv shut on and you know when it's like real like it'd be like right. yeah. like my tv started doing that but it was like stuff just exiting my body and i right. felt it just re- like just releasing from yeah mm. And it, and it wasn't even just that I had stuff exiting from me From helping these girls And I had demons attacking me From helping of them course. And mm-hmm. then even guys that I could just have Conversation with or be around It's like men, men Know mm-hmm. what they can do To you as a woman. They already know if they're going to marry you. Right. They already know if they're going to have sex with you. They use you. Mm -hmm. Your time. They have a motive. Each Mm -hmm. one of them have some form of a motive. You just have to know what that motive is, and you got to keep your yes. standards there yeah. yes. to know exactly what you want. If you yes. want to have sex with them, I'm having sex with you because I want that's to. What I want to do. This right. is what right. I wanted to do. Not You're on my you time. I'm not right. on your time. Right. You right. know. So it's like you just taking charge off your life, mm-hmm. but you got to realize when you do that, you have to go through a cleansing of yourself vaginally mm-hmm. spiritually mentally mm-hmm. physically you got to go through a cleanse and you won't and I found myself not really getting completely with James until I actually got complete with me
2: oh, right
1: so once mm-hmm. I got complete with myself it I mean it's it's cool it's, it's cool yeah
2: and the more that you fill your temple with pureness holiness, the devils can't. The demon they can't sit in that. Right.
1: <laughs> They're trying to attack it, you because of, of course they the don't devil. You. The that's, devil has tried this. to attack my marriage on so many occasions it's coming from gonna, those, so different ways. Because yeah. they
2: don't a marriage. The devil enemy don't like a union. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why the marriage is so attacked. That's why it's because God knows the union of the man of the man and the wife. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So that's what the enemy is going to attack. Is that marriage? But the more that you have it feel, the more that is holy, the more that is um, pure and sanctified. He can come up from the tank. The weapon may come, but it's not going to form. It's not going to prosper. Mm-hmm. He can't stay.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. why he's
2: going to shake up and have to and have to come out and have to leave because they can't live in
0: that temple. They can't live in that. Yeah, it's you. crazy because <laughs> um, me and say like. When we was going through, we was going through like right before we was going through that, we started praying with each other. Mm-hmm. Like for years, I would say hey, we need to start praying with mm-hmm. each other. For years, I would say we need to pray to each other, mm-hmm. pray with each other, pray with each other. Then we started praying with each other, and then that's when we started literally being attacked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when we started being attacked, I was already numb.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't feel anything so if i couldn't feel anything i couldn't even hear nothing from god
3: yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so by by the end i was already gone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but i prayed it's not like i didn't pray about the situation before i left because i prayed i prayed hard i mean i would go to work won't even turn on the tv and just cry my eyes out and just listen to god mm-hmm. like that whole time like lord if it's not for me to move Block everything. Block right. right. Mm-hmm. Block it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if it's for me to go, right, uh, you gonna open up, up these the doors. Door. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. Like I put in my application for housing on my birthday. I got accepted for the house for the in the new year.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was fifteen people before me wow. on a waiting list. And she pushed me ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, if it ain't you know, because he keeps saying, everything your fault. You being selfish. You ain't praying about them. Like You don't know what I did. Right. Mm-hmm. I
3: prayed
0: hard. Mm-hmm. I cried my heart out. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't just thinking about me. I was thinking about my boys. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm breaking up their home. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it's not for me to leave, Father God, block everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it's for me to leave, open up the doors.
1: And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes people... Yeah. When people is in a marriage, they don't want to leave the marriage because they don't want to feel embarrassed of being oh, divorced. Right. Mm-hmm. So and then some people have to realize too, you prayed your way out of this. Mm-hmm. You wanted God to give you direction. That's what he's giving you, direction. You don't need to neglect what he's trying to give you that you wanted. Right. And some people got to realize that, like, you don't... Just because you was with somebody for so many years, that doesn't mean that person is for you. Mm -hmm. God have a lot of the
2: times, you get together and God didn't even ordain you to be with that person. But he still going to give you the grace and the right. mercy throughout that union while you're in it
1: right. you yeah and then he could be preparing you for the person who you're really who you're supposed really to be with because you like that's like me I've dealt with so many things mm-hmm. in so many lives and then it's like okay here because for, for a long time I got to a point like shit I don't want to get married I don't, yeah. don't want to get married I don't want to have no kids I got to a point. I just wanted to just date people and just do me and mm-hmm. do my own thing. Right. I never thought about getting married no more. i been gave up on that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my mission. It wasn't what I right. wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I did. My mission was for me to love myself more. Mm-hmm. And when I found myself loving myself at a certain level, I end up with a man at the same That's level different. as me. Mm-hmm. And that's where people got to realize, like, okay, yeah. you need to love yourself more and have time for you. More. And then yeah. you will realize, boy, that man will sneak up on you so, so fast. Quick, and that's like,
2: a lot of times God is uh, waiting on a lot of people for you to get to a level that I'm, that I'm going to send you this person. He got a person for you. Right. But right. he's right. like, no, you're not you ready. ready. You're not ready. Right. Man. And right. I know what this union can come, I know what can come out of this union. So instead of being, being sabotaged, you're going to get your stuff together. And then once you get then I'm going to come along. And a lot of the times is God take us through so we can get his attention. Right. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of times, of course, you know, people say we only come to God when we at, when it's bad. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. when we out our face. You know, that's why I noticed right. when I was in, in my situation, in my marriage. I was praying. I was crying. I was seeking God. Right. And then as soon as I felt like we was back coasting good. I just went back to, you know, my little praying, you know, Mm -hmm. not as much. And God got to the point where he was telling me, no. I remember he reminded me at one time, but before um, me and Sweetie got married, we was in our counseling session. And we had, um, we did six months with one couple, then six months with the um, married couple at the church where we got married. And she gave me a word and she said, uh, Taj, God is asking you, to be his bride before you become his bride. Mm-hmm. She told me that. She said, that's the word, what I'm hearing God saying. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like, okay, what that mean? I know God, me and you here, we got a, you know, we right, got a relationship. Right. And I remember in, uh, what will be we at, 2019? I think it was this, the beginning of this year. And I felt like in a place, and God brought it back to my remembrance, and I remember I was praying, it was something in regards, yeah, praying about our marriage and different things like that. And he brought it back to me and said, you're supposed to be my bride. You can't keep, I can't keep going to him just to fix this. You know, right. as sincere. of course, we, I have a relationship, I love God, but I know that my sincerity and my earnestness, Prayers came when I was going through. Right. You know what I mean? And now I'm reading my word. I'm doing a devotion. (laughs) You know, I'm reading the Bible. I'm praying. I'm on all the prayer calls. You know what I mean? But as soon as my life starts getting back good, I'm just going back to my usual prayer during the day Mm -hmm. or my usual prayer. And God was like, no, I need you to come to me. You get so caught up in yourself or this man, your kids, whatever. I need you to come to me and seek me and be my bride once me and you have what we have on the... Everything else going to fall into place. Right. You know what I mean? Everything else is going to come together. And I just feel like um, a lot of like you said, a lot of the stigma is with... We don't want to give up because of what people are going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I applaud Coke. Because there have been many times I thought, well, maybe I should leave. Maybe we should separate. Maybe I should go be on my own. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you think about, man, I don't have nothing. What I'm going to do. But to really step out and... Um, and do what you did, you know, it's very commendable commendable and it takes strength, it takes courage. And uh and it and it that takes that's you know, that's a fearful thing to do. But I was just I just know that just keep seeking God. That don't mean that you and say can mm. never get back together. Right. You right. know what I mean? It's I, like
1: he probably wants you to love you first. Yeah. That's exactly do that's you, what you Do what you exactly. right. It's like all, right all about the right now. To,
2: to, to learn to love himself. Love his
0: yeah, can't, because can't he's two people. He's angry all the time. And it's like, how can you. Show love and caring, body. If you' are angry all the time, you're mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. angry. You Cause know? it's
1: it's mm-hmm. people that's been married before and yeah. got divorced and got married again. Yeah, it's yeah. plenty of it's people plenty. did that. I
2: know a lot of people that do, and I Yeah, think, but and it I takes growth. It, it right. does. You know, almost, once
1: you yeah. grow, sometimes it may take for you to grow for him to grow. That's right.
2: What I'm, right. He gonna see. You You know, it's right probably a, it's
1: probably a position where you have to take lead now. Yeah, on full effect on yourself, and then once he see you. You know you you a caterpillar right now. Mm-hmm. So you you once he see I you blossom me. when you come that butterfly. Yeah, you may meet him and he he going he in a cocoon still. Yeah, you know right. So right. you already released your cocoon from leaving him right. and getting in your and getting in the steps from where you need to be now. Right. So you just in a whole caterpillar mode right now. Yeah, because
0: like it's crazy what you said. Like when you were saying that God. Want you to focus more on him. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just literally, like, he just literally just put that on my heart all this week. Mm-hmm. Wow. All this week. So, like, that was nothing but confirmation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, I, he's already been telling me, like, you need to focus more on me. me. Mm-hmm. Forget everybody else. Forget everybody you know else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because everybody keep pointing the finger at you saying, oh, no, it's your fault. Oh, You did this. No, you did that. And, well, if you did all of this. Then why are you with them if mm-hmm. if you're always the problem? Mm-hmm. No, just focus on you. Mm-hmm. Just focus on you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just focusing on me. It's not about no other dude or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's all about the Right. I have mm-hmm. I have to do I have mm-hmm. to do better for me. You
1: got to. In and order you gotta. For my boys and even though that. your right. marriage is the same, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You still have to focus on you. Right. right. Mm-hmm. You you have and to right. It's not that.
2: about being selfish. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's not. not. But I really. That's that's where I'm coming into. You know what I mean? That's where I'm receiving the clarity of... Mm -hmm. So, y'all, we,
1: we as a whole, we got to think about how my mom brought us here. Right. When Mm -hmm. she wanted me to do this podcast. mm -hmm. And she ended up bringing us here to do this Mm -hmm. podcast. And it's basically... Her talking with us all talking right. it's her it's talking, talking too, too. right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. we really have to take heat on. We're we're getting ready to reach a whole new level of our She's lives to for, to, for it to be. We
0: hold the power. Yeah, mm-hmm. you the shit. Yeah, y'all, <laughs> y'all like her is yes. the shit. Yes. So
1: y'all, you gotta realize that. So this is confirmation for confirmation. y'all too. Yes. It, this is life because what you're
2: doing is rebirthing life. Yeah. Back into each one of us. Yeah. You know know what I mean? And um, I receive it. You know, I feel like. um,
1: You just gotta stay on it. And we, maybe we should do, like, even though we all have busy lives and stuff, us. Us three, we should leave. You know, we got a group text. Even nobody texts back. We got to say different positive things right. to yeah, each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Or just call each other on three-way and just do stuff. Right. All we got is us. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? We do it anyway. anyway. Right. But, but we just got to be more consistent mm-hmm. with it and all that. And just always, you know, we can always be there for each other. But just keeping things going. Because it's, it's to a point my mom is... I know she's happy.
0: Yeah, I know
1: she is. She's having a ball Mm -hmm. right now and how real strong she was on like the earth, the ancestors, the Mm -hmm. universe, Egypt, Mm -hmm. Africa. Mm -hmm. She's really studied all these things to the point God said, Okay, you got all this knowledge, Mm -hmm. I need you up here with me. Yeah. Because we we about to go into a warfare in a minute and Mm -hmm. I'm going to need your strength. Right. But we got to realize that she, the ancestor she talked about to us, she's one of those ancestors now and she's Mm -hmm. Gonna push, push us it. even more, Ooh, things man. will work in favor oh, for us.
0: I've been saying, All right, Auntie, it's just me and you now, boo. Yeah, do we go to Bo- You do, know, I and see. it's so
1: crazy. She's touching everybody, yes, even like my brother. Yeah. He's so motivated, yes, like never like, it's before. It's
0: like, Keep going,
1: yes. It's like, yes. Yes. It's yes. like yeah. Marta, Lonnie, she already owned it, like she's using her stuff now. I've seen her in my sleep, I've noticed in that she was talking to me like everybody is everybody is coming to me saying she's talking to yeah. them or she's saying something to them
2: she was yeah. she was to yeah. it's
1: now. like she we may mourn her we may feel sad a lot of people look for me to be extra extra sad But I know you
0: won't
1: be Then I can't because it's like she me and her it's so crazy because like three weeks ago we talked about death wow. and I was like mom you know, I I don't know if I'm weird or what. I said, but I don't like how people really mourn about death into a sadness all the time. Right. Yeah. I was like, I think it's really, really weird. And why would you put yourself in that mental state of right, mind right, right. and relive it every mm, year over right. and over again? And mm, you get sad, sad all, all over again. Yeah. And it costs so much. She was like, She was like, you know. That's motherfuckers with them goddamn issues. They need to get (laughs) their shit together. (laughs) I said, Mom, this is like a real life conversation. She she said, I'm serious. She said, I'm serious as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, That's where it come in. People gotta accept what's coming to them, Mm -hmm. and people gotta accept the things that, you know, if death comes, it's not it's not a nothing of sadness. It's yeah, it's it's a point celebrate. you're supposed to celebrate, mm-hmm. and right behind that, accept the gifts that they're getting ready to mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. you.
3: Yeah.
1: And she's like, "You got you gotta accept it. It's coming." Yeah. And you know, for a long time, she always said, "Money is coming in our family." I'm telling y'all, yeah. mm-hmm. y'all gonna y'all gonna y'all gonna do thing. y'all's thing. I'm telling you, and it's with us as the yeah, grandkids, as kid. the yeah. kids. Yeah. You yeah. know, we
2: so. It's so many gifts and talents in the house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot.
1: lot. And we do not, we don't tap into it fully Mm -hmm. like we supposed to. Like, Taj, you could do hair good as heck. Mm -hmm. If you just pull your you in Arizona, girl. No. There ain't nobody hit to a lot of hairstyles in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) You would kill the gang. It's
2: like
0: waste. I know.
1: You would kill it. Yeah. We could go down there. I could do a daycare shut down it. there. You could do a breakfast in bed. And hey, shut
0: it down. If you Arizona.
1: Yeah. We just got to accept things and, and get ourselves together. Make sure our credit is together. Yeah, right, make right. sure our mental is together. We just yeah. got to make sure our shit together. Yeah, and right. that's what she wants. And honestly, I can say this, y'all. My mom had all her bills paid for the year. Wow. The car insurance. Everything. Like she had her shit together. Together. Mm -hmm.
0: That's what she said. And
1: everything. Like literally. Everything. (laughs) She got it together. And it was like to a point all I had to do was just do the planning. Right. For real. I just and it inspired me so much. Right. It's like I gotta Yeah, like when we get off the show, I gotta show y'all this paper. Mm Um, a wit she made every year at work, and when she retired, my mom wasn't even making damn near sixteen dollars an hour. Wow! After you done worked thirty nine years, wow! You know, but you still managed we to still get another house. house. Right. You still mm-hmm. managed to get us all that we want. It's just it's it's really really inspiring. And it motivated me even more. And I'm like, shoot, my mom could do this. I know I can. You know you can, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I'm going I'm to let y'all see it. It's, it's going to motivate y'all. Wow. So, y'all, I guess that's a wrap, yeah. y'all. We did our yeah. thing today. Yeah. <laughs> Life hurts. Yes. So, everybody, I wish y'all learned something from this. It it takes a lot for all of us to open up like we just Coco, did, right. especially Tasha, Coco, y'all. Right. I told you, y'all.
3: <laughs> they don't
1: be talking about nothing, okay? <laughs> so this like this nuggets. is this is the blessed podcast yes. show right here. Yeah. But y'all, thank you for tuning in to Life Her Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast. You could go on our website liveherpodcast.com you can listen to our recent episodes you can buy merchandise and everything else and just know that you are life her and we are life her and have a good day ladies thank you bye